Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my brand new friend, Timothy. Timothy, welcome to the show. I'm so grateful that you're here today. And it's wonderful to be with you and everybody listening, Cindy. So tell us a little bit. I shared some of your numerology with you before you came on the show. And, you know, you've had some readings before, but I'm curious, what was something that stood out to you about what I shared with you today? Absolutely everything. You were so right. You were so right on. I mean, there wasn't one sentence you said that did not describe me perfectly. Uh, I love that so much. Oh yes. my God. Yeah. It's the common phrase that we say is you can't make this shit up. And it's the most accurate thing I've ever seen. That's why I love it. I'm obsessed with it. So good. So we know your numerology. Well, I do anyway. The audience, we're not gonna no, we're not gonna give away the secrets. If they want to know, they're gonna have to reach out to you. I am curious though, who is Timothy? Ah, uh, Timothy, almost like you said in the reading, Timothy is a spiritual being walking between two worlds, and yeah. I'm very, I'm very firmly this one, but I'm also firmly planted in all the other worlds simultaneously. Mm, so mm -hmm. I, I really, I, I live my life and my mind is quiet. It thinks when I want it to think. I see crystalline light and the world is superimposed on a field of crystalline light. I can focus and see it like I used to see it before these things happened. <laughs> but mm -hmm. that's, that's, I, I really feel like I have no identity other than total consciousness that's in this body to be present and do what he can do to wake others up to that consciousness. Mm, I love that so much. I am a spiritual being walking between both worlds. It's so good. So you write children's books. I do. I've written 86 of them so far. <laughs> How many? 86. Oh my gosh, that's no small feat. 86 children's books. Wow. Yeah, more than anyone else currently alive. And I don't think I'll catch up to Hans Christian Anderson because he did about 200. But with the ones I have on the drawing board and ideas, I can get to about 125 as far as I know right now. <laughs> Wow, that's incredible. So what, what inspired you to start writing children's books? A comment from my mother. Um, there, there's a long story on how I got to writing children's books, but I used to write love poetry and I used to write philosophical poetry. Mm -hmm. And then a little bear magically showed up in my life and I picked that little bear up in my hands one time after carrying him with me for two weeks and asked who he was and he surprisingly he said poet bear 
So that made sense because I wrote love poetry. I wrote philosophical poetry. So I combined the little bear and put a book together of my poetry, put it in a box. And the moment I had it all together, my mom said, you blew it. That should have been a children's story. <laughs> and I said, yeah, there's not one line in my poetry that is for children <laughs> or about children. <laughs> um, but obviously her, her comment planted a seed because six months later, I literally got the first children's book like fully completed in my head. Yeah. And Poet Bear is a character among other bears, but the main character is Blissberry Bear who lives in the Great Bear constellation and comes to Earth in a blue pearl starship to help kids figure out life from a different perspective and parents also. Oh, I love that so much. And it sounds like it's um, it's educational in a way, too, from a spiritual perspective for kids. Well, it's educational from every perspective. They're educational, entertaining. They're a blend of myth and mysticism, fantasy and reality, poetry, proven childhood development principles. And it's like one of the things you were saying in the reading is I I do things differently that yes. haven't been done that haven't been done before mm -hmm. so one of the way children develop their imagination the most and set up that neural network within themselves is through visual imaging mm -hmm. and so my stories most of them do not have anything other than a beautiful cover illustration the inside pages are blank because when the children are creating their own images from what they're hearing, if they're creating their own feelings from what they're hearing, mm. they're developing their own imagination without any imprint of what an adult has put on a page. And it also allows for an interaction with the reader. So you can talk about each page and ask, you know, what were you seeing? What did you feel? So it makes it, it, makes it more alive for the children. Oh, I love that so much. I think that's so fun. Uh, what you said, if there's no imprint of what the adult wanted the kid to see. It's like, exactly. let our children see what they want to see. I love that so much. Beautiful. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so good. So one of the questions we ask here at Rebel Radio, and every single human has had a different definition, I would love <laughs> to know how you define unity consciousness. Um, for me, it's being tapped into, we can call it God or source or whatever you want to call it. So for me, it's aligning with that consciousness because that consciousness literally knows everything that I've, I've had so many experiences. It knows everything that is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And one of my prayers every day is to be totally aligned with that consciousness. And I consider myself like one cell within this giant body of God. Mm -hmm. And I just want my cell to be totally functional and in alignment so that it helps everybody else get in that same place. And man, I can't even imagine what life would be if we all <laughs> tapped into that simultaneously. <laughs> oh, 
right? Oh, I can just, mm, I can feel that. Yes. I love that analogy. You know, I've, I've heard a few analogies in asking this question and that idea of being a cell in this body of God, whatever you want to label that as. I love that analogy because it really kind of helps the mind wrap around what's possible there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So in all that you do in writing children's books and all of the work that you do, tell us what kind of rituals or habits do you have in place to help you stay devoted to con uh, unity consciousness while also creating in this 3D world and doing all the things? Well, my mom, my mom said that I came out programmed. <laughs> like, like she could set a clock. I did everything at 10, 2, and 4. <laughs> okay. She's got his rhythm mapped out. <laughs> but, you know, my, my rituals, every moment of my life has become a ritual. So as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm sending blessings out to all of my friends, family, and the entire world all of my teachers. Um, I do about 30 minutes of different yoga, qigong exercises every morning. And after breakfast, I meditate for at least an hour every day. My mind is pretty quiet, but I still focus it using mantras or I focus it focusing at the soles of my feet when I'm walking. Mm -hmm. So there's very little time that I'm just not experiencing every moment as a ritual. Yeah. Same, same with eating and every moment, actually. Every moment's a ritual. I love that. You know, I see it happen a lot, especially as coaches, healers, spiritual teachers, uh, especially in the online space. As we are caught up in technology and trying to figure out marketing and all of these pieces, it's really easy to get lost in the minutia of that and forget that we are these spiritual beings that are walking in all worlds, right? And so I love that is that every single moment is a ritual, even if you're building a website or you're posting something on social media or you're marketing, it's still a ritual. It is. And for me, it's I, I just love creativity. So it doesn't uh, when I was a CPA, you know, did auditing. I, I made that my ritual. You know? like, wow, I'm investigating things. This is fun. And I also get to write up what I found. And I love writing. So, you know, that 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 was great. And I, every everything is to me. So learning to design websites and all of that. It's a creative mm -hmm. process. Now I'm learning to reason. <laughs> At 71 years old, I never expected to be learning how to do all this stuff. <laughs> I love that though, because oftentimes we approach certain tasks as, oh, I have to, like I, I have to do the dishes. I have to do my bookkeeping or I have to figure out how to do this versus what language came out of your mouth just now. I get to, I get to learn how to do this. I get to experience what it's like to write up a financial report. Like all of these, it's, I like that attitude. Let's keep yeah, that one going. Yeah. If we can, uh, just every every little action, if we can just approach it and say, wow, I'm a spiritual being, I'm total love. And right now, 
the circumstances require me to be in this body doing a certain thing. So I might as well enjoy it. I might as well stay connected to that love that I am. And, you know, I get frustrated on things at times, but I can immediately come right back and re-experience the bliss that I am. Yes. So good. And so simple too, right? It's, you know, our minds are really powerful, but they're not running the show. And if we let the mind run rampant and all these ideas of I have to, and I got to figure out how and all the things, it can create chaos. But it is that simple of just coming back to, oh yeah, I'm a spiritual being. And and just... And it does take practice and that that's yes. the, that's the trick and yeah the mind i i literally before i woke up one morning you know that state that you're coming where you get in where you're right before you come fully conscious and wake up there's that mm-hmm. space in there where you can get information and whatever mm-hmm. I, I literally watched my mind planning my day before <laughs> Before I was even awake, and that was my wake-up call. I said, "No, this is not. <laughs> this is not going to happen anymore." <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, our minds are pretty tricky that way. I love that you said that. It does take practice. Uh, I say it's simple. It's not always easy because we have to commit to the practice. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And every, so, everybody's unique, so different practices for different folks, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us what wealth means to you. How do you define wealth? Um, well, I, I think there's so many levels of wealth. You know, physical, physical wealth is health. And there's monetary wealth to take care of yourself your family to help others in the world there's mental wealth your mind is quiet it's peaceful it allows a free flow of energy so that you can pick up on literally the information that you're supposed to have to guide your life and there there's emotional wealth so mm-hmm. You know, you have emotions, not ruled by them. <laughs> you know, you, right. respond to, you respond to things instead of react to things. Um, yeah. yeah, so for me, wealth is the, the, entire, the entire circle of life and being mm. tuned into that. I love that. Yeah. I use the term wheel of wealth. So it's similar, right? In that circle of wealth that all of the things are included and money is not all of it. And yet it is also part of it. But if you yes. don't have your, yeah. if you don't have your health and your well-being and your spirituality and those pieces, the money doesn't really mean anything. But if you don't have any money and you've got all the other things, then it's it's out of balance too. So I love that definition. The, the circle of life. The circle of wealth—it's good. Yeah, and if we're tuned, if we're tuned into, um, if we have, if we can root in our spiritual essence, then no matter what happens, we always have that. Yeah. You know, e- even in extreme physical pain, even in extreme, where's the next dime coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, we just face ourselves know that we're love, know that child, know that the universe knows we need what we need and yeah. we'll provide it instead of worrying about it and causing it not to come. 
Exactly. I love that you brought that up because, you know, it is that worry and anxiety about trying to control this 3D world that the universe gets mixed messages from us and goes, what is it that you even want? I don't understand. You're spending all your time focused on what you don't have. So do you want more of what you don't have? I'm confused. (laughs) Focus on what you want. Always. I love it. I love it. So as an entrepreneur, you've had some curious, you know, you went from CPA to writer of children's books. That's quite the transition. I'm curious in everything you've learned in your lifetime, what is one thing that you wish every entrepreneur knew? To follow their heart and their intuition and be flexible. And even when things don't appear to be working out if you're following your heart it it knows what's happening <laughs> you might not know that's <laughs> <laughs> like when i i i was making chocolate in a chocolate shop when i got the idea for the bears okay mm-hmm. for that little book and the only i opened a chocolate shop is because i woke up one morning and the first thing out of my mouth when i looked at my partner was if Hershey's can make chocolate kisses, I can make chocolate kisses. So I literally, I literally set out and ended up opening a chocolate shop to make that happen. And it was in that chocolate shop that the book idea came. The chocolate shop ended up crashing, okay? But I followed my heart to put myself in that chocolate shop. Yeah. And I got those bears delivered to me. Um, I didn't order them. They were, smuggled, <laughs> they were smuggled into the country. The little bear that told me he was poet bear was smuggled in from China, <laughs> but he came to my shop. <laughs> oh there my was, God. There was magic going on. <laughs> oh, I love this story so much. It's such a prime example of really trusting and following that intuition because, you know, sometimes when we, we get the nudge, of our intuition saying, go do this. We're like, yeah, but what? That has nothing to do with my dream. I don't understand. And so we don't take action on it because we're trying to control and manipulate. And then we don't get the results that we're looking for. It's that just, I mean, let's open a coffee shop or a chocolate shop. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Chocolate shop fails, nothing to do with it. It's because the bears, the bears needed a place to come. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I love that. And That's I've, beautiful. You know, besides opening a chocolate shop, besides writing children's books, I've devoted 40 years to teaching various forms of quantum energy healing, meditation, Reiki, Tai Chi, Qigong, and working with people around the world on that. So, um, yeah, many, many, many different ways of serving people and things that I I never went looking for. They all appeared to me. They they just showed up just like the little bears. (laughs) I love that. That's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Timothy, I feel like I could talk to you all day. Rebel Radio always goes by too fast. But I want to thank you for being on the show today. And as always, we ask one last question. What do you dream of for the world? I dream of a world where... Everybody has the food, water, shelter, and necessities of life 
in total peace and harmony where we can all focus on our heart, focus on our spiritual evolution, and just love one another and help one another through everything. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you for your dream and thank you for being on the show. Oh, my pleasure to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.